Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor. It's time for the Money Night Podcast with certified financial planner Wade Chessman, president and wealth advisor at Chessman Wealth Strategies. Glad to have you back on another episode of the Monday Night Podcast. I'm Ben George. He's Wade Chessman, President and Wealth Advisor of Chessman Wealth Strategies. Wade, what's going on today, man? Well, not a whole lot. Just getting excited about the new year, hoping for better things with the economy, and we'll see what happens. I'm a little bit still, I'd say, cautiously optimistic. That's good. I know a lot of what I read and have seen recently seems pessimistic in terms of just more volatility coming, but how are your clients feeling about things? Are they still pretty nervous? Are they, I guess, cautiously optimistic like you heading into the new year? I think it would be hard not to be a little bit nervous just with all the ups and downs that we've seen. That's why, you know, we focus so much on long-term planning, what we're seeing in the stock market this, you know, in 2022 is not fun, but it's not unusual in the sense of historically speaking the markets go up and down we've had 18 bear markets in the last 100 years they don't all look exactly the same but it's a common occurrence so we build that into the planning that we do but it's still not fun and it can be unsettling while while you're in the middle of it so Mm -hmm. i'd say yeah i can understand why someone might be nervous that and i think that's the power of working with us and having a plan is that we can take, we, we can stress test your plan and see how things, you know, how things are looking despite what's going on. Yeah. Well, I know one investment that people have utilized, um, in, in these kind of tougher markets have been bonds. It's, it's, I guess, thought of as more of a safer play, although bonds in 2022 didn't perform well at all. So nothing would seem to be safe last year, but what I wanted to kind of discuss more today was just kind of how bonds work and, and what retirees need to know, because a lot of folks misunderstand bonds and, and yeah. what role they play in, in a proper financial plan. So I just want to kind of go through some of those issues with you today. Yeah. So I would say in the most simplest terms, when we think about investing, it's really only two basic things you can do. You can loan money or you can own, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're an owner... If you're an owner of Amazon stock, you've had to put up with some serious ups and downs over the years. If you'd bought in a long time ago, you still would have made a lot of money on your stock. But there's been times like this year, 2022, I mean, where you you saw the stock really all over the place. And that wasn't just a one-time thing. I mean... Over the history of the stock, just as an example, we've seen times when the stock went down 70, 80 percent. 2022 is somewhere down in the 40s. But you still were a lot better off over the long haul being an owner. Now, let's say you had loaned money to Amazon in the form of a bond that they issued. You would have gotten a, a return on your money. And at some point when the bond matured or was called away, you would have gotten your money back. So as long as the company didn't go out of business and kept paying their bond rate, you got some income and you got your money back. So you didn't take near the type of risk that you would have with the with an ownership of Amazon, but you also didn't get near the type of upside. So in the most simplest terms, when we invest, we can either own or we can loan. 
Now, when we loan, that's in the form of a bond. And the way bonds work is companies, municipalities, governments issue debt. We buy the bond and then in exchange, the issuer promises to pay us interest on our bonds. I was keeping it simple here. And then at some point when the bond matures, we get our money back. That's that's it in its simplest terms. Okay. That's kind of what we're going to start to. I'm glad you kind of broke it down for us just to kind of give us a little bit better understanding. So I know there's the option of, of owning bond funds or owning individual bonds. What's the main difference? How is that? Like, what are the, what do we need to know about those two options? Okay. So when you own, I, I would say in 2022, owning individual bonds had some advantages versus owning a bond fund. So a bond fund or a bond ETF is a basket of bonds that maybe it's corporate bonds, maybe it's high yield corporate bonds, maybe it's municipal bonds where you own a piece of a much bigger pie of, of bonds. And we've saw the prices of bonds. It's one of the worst years that I can remember for bonds. And as far as their value going down, you saw those mutual funds go down in value as the bond market went down in value. The difference with owning an individual bond is that you can see that So if you have a bond fund, you really don't know exactly what's in there. You can go figure it out. But if you own an individual bond, like a Ford Motor Credit bond or a bond from Amazon or a bond from Apple, you can see, hey, I own this bond. I bought it at this date. It's going to mature at this date, and it pays a coupon of this. Now, when I say coupon, Ben, back, believe it or not, back in the day when you owned a bond, you got a certificate. I know. Shocking. Hmm. Yes, a real certificate. And you would, and at the bottom of the bond were coupons. And you would clip the coupon, take it to the bank, and they would give you the income. That's why they're called coupons. Now, it's all electronic now, but that's why we call them coupons. So when you own an individual bond, you have more control in the sense that if you buy the bond today, mature, say, five years from now, it doesn't matter what the value of the bond does in between the time you buy it and the time it matures, as long as they don't go out of business and they can continue to pay the coupon. So owning an individual bond, you have purchased the bond, let's say, directly from the company, or you've gone out to the market and bought an individual bond or maybe a, a bunch of individual bonds. You can look inside your portfolio and see, I own these six bonds. They pay this amount of rate. The benefit of owning individual bonds in a year like 2022 when the bond market, when bond prices went down, is that as long as you don't sell those bonds, they'll eventually mature and you kind of know what's going to happen, right? That's not true with a bond mutual fund. You don't have any real control about when – you don't have the same level of control because you're just at the whim of the types of bonds they own inside of the portfolio. When you own an individual bond portfolio, in some ways in a – down market here it gives you a little bit more flexibility and protection as long as you have the flexibility not to be able to sell that bond portfolio when prices are down. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. 
Is there ever ever a time where you come across someone um, that's invested in bonds but don't realize it? Is that is it sure. possible? Yeah, because you may own a mutual fund, and maybe it's called the total return fund, or it's called uh, you know maybe you own a target date fund in your four hundred one k. There's bonds, and most likely there's going to be bonds in there. And so yes, you definitely see people that there's bonds in there mutual funds or their ETFs and they're not even aware of it. You definitely see that a lot in 401k plans where you're investing in what you think is, or maybe you don't even know what it's, it is. It's just something called like a balanced fund. Or, and you may think, well, balanced, what does that mean? Well, in that case, it's going to have a combination of stocks and bonds. So I, I do see that sometimes. Okay. I know the whole talk of, you know, anytime bonds come up, especially over last year, because interest rates um, were all over the place and, and increased quite a bit over the course of 2022. Mm-hmm. How, how are bond values related? Because I hear about that all the time. Well, they have an inverse relationship. So as interest rates go up, bond prices go down. So think, let's just use an example. Let's say you bought, I'll pick on Apple. Let's say you bought an Apple. It's interesting that, app, that Apple even issues bonds can when you think about how much money they have in the bank, but there's a whole other explanation about that. But let's say Apple. They, a year ago, they issued a bond paying 3%. So you, in January of 2022, you bought a bond with Apple paying 3%. Six months later, as interest rates have gone up, Apple issues a new bond paying 5%. Now, which bond's worth more? Well, I'd rather have the one paying 5 Yeah. So the bond that you have that paid three is now worth less. Now, if you own an individual bond in Apple, it doesn't necessarily hurt you as long as you don't sell the bond. You know that you're still going to get your 3% and eventually you'll get something back in return. But interest rates went up quite a bit in 2022. So as interest rates have gone up, bond prices have gone down. Now, we had a nice, real nice 30-year bull market in bonds. You know, back in the 80s, interest rates were super high and they've just come down and they've come down. They were really, really low. But now we've seen bonds, you know, prices start to go down as interest rates have gone up. Okay. Yeah, because I know that's something that, you know, the the correlations there, I just hear it all the time when people were talking about interest rates. The bonds seemingly always make it their way into the conversation. So mm-hmm. that was definitely the case last year. Um, well, I, and I would yeah. say too, you know, bonds traditionally, like in a year like 2008, when the market was down, bonds were the one, a couple places, but bonds were a place that offered some, depending on the type of bond, government bonds, municipal bonds, offered some protection. Um, Let me go say the other thing that can affect bond prices as well, not just interest rates, are the underlying credit quality of the the issuer, right? Mm -hmm. If you own GM bonds, Back in the day when GM went to bankruptcy, a lot of people lost all their money or most of their money that they had invested in bonds. If you'd owned bonds in Enron, you'd lose all your money. So that can also affect, the, obviously, the price of bonds. But if you're talking about high-quality corporates, high-quality municipal bonds, most of those time, most government bonds, those are mostly affected by the, by the interest rates. And if you think about it, too, Ben, this is, again— the longer your bond is from maturity. So if you own a 30-year bond, those bonds have been affected the most in price because they have the longest to maturity. If you had a two-year bond, 
still going to be affected in price, but not as much because in two years the bond will come due. So there's a lot of the bond market's actually much bigger than the stock market as far as terms of volume and amount of money. Mm-hmm. And there's all different types of bonds, but I would just say interest rates are one of the biggest things that affects bond prices. Gotcha. Well, a lot of people consider them to be safe uh, in, in a conservative part of their portfolio. Do you agree with that approach? I do in, in some ways. It depends on the type of bonds that you own. If you own, if you own high-yield corporate junk bonds, uh, they can they they work they pretty much move lockstep maybe not lockstep but they certainly can be very volatile even in a year like 2022 when we saw the stock market not do well if you owned high quality bond portfolio it, it in some ways it could offer you some protection 2022 that was such a weird year it was the worst year I think since 1936 for a more balanced approach to investing. You know, your traditional 60-40 blend of stocks and bonds just because bonds didn't do well. But I'd say traditionally that's the case. We've just been kind of in this weird environment where it hasn't kind of paid off as much. And maybe that means you got to rethink that strategy a little bit. Maybe rethink the types of bonds that you own. Maybe focus, have a a bigger focus on, say, individual bonds versus bond funds. Mm -hmm. But even in a year like 2022, they did offer clients protection, again, depending on the type of bond that you owned and the maturity level of the bond. But I'd say usually, yes, that's true, but it does have the potential where you could see prices of of those bonds go down. Well, as we kind of close out this conversation on bonds and, and what retirees need to know, what else do you talk about with your clients in terms of bonds? Anything else that you find helpful to share with your clients that maybe we can share with someone here? Well, I still think they can be an important part and should be an important part of your portfolio, but it's important to understand the risk. I think we've got somewhat to the, the risk of bonds. Just we didn't think about those because they did done so well for so long, at least traditional bonds. But the other opportunity is now that interest rates have gone up, you can, in some ways, take advantage of that fact. You know, we're starting to see bond portfolios that are pretty attractive on the, on the amount of income that we can get. And you don't have to take as much risk to get that income. You don't have to go out 30 years to get it. So just like anything else, when there's trouble or, or when there's things going on that cause anxiety, that, that brings out some opportunity as well. And the opportunity right now is that there's more attractive yields available in bonds, and there might be a time to relook at that. We're certainly seeing in money market rates go up, and we're seeing bond rates go up, and maybe an opportunity for someone who's looking for income in their portfolio to take advantage of that. And that has not been there in a long time. You know, it's been really difficult to get interest or yield off portfolios in the last four or five years, but we're starting to see that change. So it may actually be a good time to revisit bonds in your portfolio and say, hey, is there a place for me to, if I've got maybe cash on the sidelines or money that I didn't know what to do with, I'm not really necessarily wanting to put it all on the, say, the stock market. There's some, There may be some opportunities to take advantage of higher interest rates and get a little bit more income off your investment. So that, that's one thing I'd say about bonds. And I would also say, based on 2022, 
it's a good education. You know, if you own long-term bonds and interest rates are going up, you're going to see those go down quite a bit. So you have to understand what you actually own in your portfolio. You know, is it, uh, you can't just blindly put money in bonds and hope for the best. Mm-hmm. It takes some skill and you have to really think it through. So those are, that's what I would say in general about bonds. I wouldn't say just throw them all out and don't do them, but understand what you own and look for the opportunities that may be there now with this current environment that we're in. All right. Well, if you have questions about how it might fit into your portfolio, want to talk with Wade, just log on chessmanwealth.com. That is the website. All of our podcasts are up there. Uh, a lot of great resources and tools that Wade provides to people. Um, you can find right there on the website. And if you want to call directly, you can always do that as well. 214-572-2120. Again, 214-572-2120. All right, Wade, thanks for breaking this down for us. I know bonds can be a little bit confusing for people and retirees. I'm sure have a bunch of questions about them. So I'm glad that we were able to go through this today. Thanks, Ben. Enjoyed it. The opinions voiced in Money Night with Wade Chessman are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. To determine what may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Guests on Monday night are not affiliated with CWM LLC. Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor.